Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. I'm here with Stephen Sankey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so you're born in, was it Palm Beach? Yeah, yeah I was born in uh, Palm Beach, Florida. I actually didn't really move much. Um, I was born there and lived there basically my whole life. How do you describe yourself back then growing up? Um, I feel like, I don't know, I was just a normal kid. Like, went to school, studied, played sports. Uh, yeah. Just like the average, average kid, I guess. Were you into school? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I, yeah, I did really good in school. Uh, played sports. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I, <laughs> I was into both worlds of like the intellectual world, the yeah, um, the sports world. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I was just a normal kid, I guess. What were your favorite subjects back then? Uh, I was never really good at math. More like uh, English and stuff like that. And yeah, never never really like math or science person. But yeah, just like English and writing and so. At what age did you start getting into more like the photography and video aspect? First? Oh yeah, so um, yeah, of course I got really into film and video, uh, and I guess I got into that around 15 or 16 when I was in high school. Um, but that's like when I actually started to take it more seriously. I, I was like making videos. I was actually filming like my brother like skateboarding. Oh. Cool. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were just making like silly like little like home videos when. And I was a lot younger, like maybe like 10, 11, yeah. 12. Like whenever I had a camera, I would like film. Mm-hmm. So What were your early inspirations for the photos or videos that you did? Um, see, I guess, yeah. So I was just watching a lot of like skateboard videos on YouTube uh, and a lot of like action sports videos. Um, so that was like my inspiration. I, was, I would always just like watch those and see how they were filmed and how they were edited and yeah. try to like replicate of course like we weren't good at all at skateboarding like but uh I feel like I, I would watch and like try and replicate like the angles and like I don't know uh, like the lenses they use like I, I of course like got a fisheye lens because that's like huge <laughs> skateboarding so yeah uh stuff like that were your friends around you doing videos and stuff as well or is that kind of a hobby that you found by yourself it was actually a hobby I found basically completely on my own um yeah, I didn't, I didn't grow up around anyone else who was really into arts at all. Uh, most of my friends were, like, into sports and, oh. and were, like, jocks. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, really, I, I feel like out of my friends group and out of all the people that I've grown up with, I'm, like, one of the only people that's, like, pursuing, like, a career in, yeah. that has something to do with art. So you haven't figured out where you got your creative side from then? No, not at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah, but. And back then are. you were into like Blink 182, right? Yeah, r- right. So I was super into uh, like punk rock, of course, growing yeah. up. Um, so yeah, I loved like Blink 182, some 41. Um, yeah. Do you uh, remember who showed it to you? Was it Friends? Yeah, I've, yeah, I think all of my friends were into that music as well. Yeah. Like Linkin Park as well, that's a huge one. Um, so yeah, I think my friends were just super into that music as well. So did it ever occur to you to join some band then? Yeah, so I, I actually did. We had a we had a band in middle school, um, 
just like a rock band, and I was I was the keyboardist because I grew up playing piano. Oh, okay. Uh, well, at what age did you start? Um, playing piano. So I started when I was like five or six. So really little. That's so young. Yeah, really little. Um, and I've been playing ever since then. Uh, but yeah, so we had we had like a little band in in middle school, and I, I played keyboard. My brother played the guitar. Uh, Was yeah. he older or younger? So we're twins, actually. Oh, what? Yeah, so we're the same age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're fraternal twins, so we look nothing alike. And, yeah. Uh, we're on completely separate paths, but yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't do anything creative, I guess? No, no, he, he's just, yeah, he just goes to school. He goes to University of Virginia. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and he's studying, I guess, political science or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he doesn't he doesn't do anything creative. But. And the Ultra Miami played a big part in your love for EDM initially, right? Right. Um, so, like I said, yeah, I used to be super into into video and film and stuff. Um, and I was filming and photographing at local clubs in South Florida. Uh, and eventually, I, I built up my portfolio enough to to work at Ultra. Uh, so I helped out making oh. the after movie. Uh, for Ultra. Oh, that's big. Yeah, yeah, one of the years. Yeah, it was a huge, huge thing for me. Yeah. Um, how, how were you even able to get into that position? You just send them your work? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I just emailed them my work. Um, and I was so young, too. It's crazy to, to look back on it and be like, wow, I was able to do that at such a young age. Yeah. I think I was like 18 or 17. Wow. Uh, when I, yeah, when I, when I worked with them. And all of these guys are like, they're like, you know, like 25, 26, and even older guys from like the Netherlands and like yeah. they hardly speak English and I was just like this little like 17, 8 year old, year old like interning and like oh my yeah going around with these guys so, yeah, yeah it was crazy it was a crazy experience looking back on it and you also photographed a lot of people who were like going through Florida right right like do you remember who were the musicians or artists that you photographed yeah so I shot I've shot so many people um I shot like Cruella Grizzly um Borgor, like if you name a person, I probably shot them at one point. I guess I sort of like gave myself the position of a resident photographer at this club called oh, Club Cinema yeah. <laughs> in Pompano Beach, uh, yeah. Florida. And yeah, I, I would basically just found myself shooting there every every weekend. Um, so it wasn't, it was never really directly affiliated with the artists, only sometimes, but for the most part, it was like for the club. Um, oh, for yeah, the so, performances. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, would, I would make like an after movie of their performance or photograph, and then send send the artists their photos. But it wasn't really me working for artists directly. Yeah, only sometimes. And then for after Ultra Miami, when did it actually click to you that you wanted to do some of that music yourself? Um, yeah, so I guess meanwhile, while I was uh, doing this entire video and and photography type thing. Um, of course, I was surrounded by dance music and surrounded by these artists and basically living their lives sort of in a secondary type, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know. And throughout high school, I found myself growing more and more into the music uh, and straying away from like the punk rock that I was listening to in middle school. Yeah. Um, and having played piano all my life, things just sort of clicked. Uh, and yeah, I just gave it a go yeah. and started producing. And Were there specific DJing. artists that you listened to initially that made you like, whoa, I love like more of the electronic stuff? Sure, yeah. I mean, of course, I'm a huge fan of Flume. So Flume mm -hmm. is like a huge inspiration. I was listening to like 
early Porter Robinson. Yeah. Um, Skrillex, of course. Um, I don't know, pretty much like the standard early EDM. Yeah. Interesting that you got into Flume. I feel like that's more like yeah, recent true. years. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I, I loved... I don't know. I, I was looking into so much. Like, I was listening to drum and bass as well. Oh. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was really, like, just, like, diving into it and finding, like, all these different types of... Uh, all these different artists and types of, like, electronic genres, like, future bass and, like, drum and yeah. bass and dubstep and house. And I don't know. I was listening to, like, everything. So, um, yeah, I, I was finding all these new artists. Yeah. And in high school, did you already think that you had a career for yourself that you wanted to get into or was that were you like sure that you want to do music as your career i was actually pretty certain i was going to be doing video a lot oh, okay um because i feel like it grew so much to the point where i was able to shoot at these festivals and like i don't know it was, the project was really growing um yeah but i don't know i guess maybe i just didn't see that much money in it or um i don't know i guess I wasn't really thinking long term and didn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life. Uh, it was more so just like doing it to do it. And you didn't love it as much then. I don't know. I don't know really what happened. Like I, I, I loved it and I still do love it. I think, actually, I think the main thing was that I was doing it so much, like literally every day, every weekend, and yeah. it was like, it was like almost too much. Like I feel like you need to take a break from things sometimes. Yeah. And I was just doing it way too much to the point where, um, sort of just became like this, this routine that didn't I don't know didn't bring any new newness to my life. Yeah. Um, but you don't find the same thing with music. I mean, you're working on it so much now. It's like day in day out. Yeah, but I f I feel like with music, there's so many. I don't know it's there's so much newness it's not it's never like the same because there's always room for new artistic forms of expression and you're performing new places new cities and mm. I don't know there's so much newness to it like with film I was shooting at club cinema every weekend so it was like you can only you can only film like the same angles so many times you know and yeah. you can only edit the same <laughs> basically the same clips was just a different DJ so many times oh true so I mean, that's that's what I, yeah, I think I was just doing it way too much. Um, yeah. Yeah, I still love it. At one point, did you think of going to college for doing, like, film? Yeah, so I actually did go to college for film. Uh, I went to Emerson College in Boston. Oh, my gosh, that's uh, so close. I went to Northeastern. Oh, crazy, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to Emerson for one semester, actually, um, and dropped out to, to basically pursue music. Um, yeah, so when I was there, I was on the on the track to study film, um, and I was, I don't know, I was living in a dorm, that was like part of the reason why I left, uh, I feel like I couldn't really produce music to my fullest ability in, in a dorm room when you have to worry about whether or not you can play music at 2am and oh, yeah. with your roommates and stuff, and you have to sort of be conscious of them and... I don't know. Maybe I was just way too nice and, <laughs> and should have just should have just done it anyways. But um, so yeah, it just didn't really wasn't really fulfilling. Yeah. For me. At that point, did you already have your moniker? Um, I did. I believe. I believe that was like. You did. Did you have one before? Please and thank you. Or is that the? No, this is actually it's the only one actually. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. So I didn't go by anything else. 
um, or even produced music before. Yeah. It, it started with Isn't Thank You. What year did it? Did you come up with it? You I remember? think I came up with it 20, 2014, 2015. Okay. I think, I think 2014 I was working on it, uh, but I didn't start releasing music really until 2015. Yeah. So. How did music kind of like become such a big part of your life that you just like couldn't, didn't even want to go to school? Um, because I feel like I made it such a big part of my life, you know? Yeah. Like I feel like I fully dedicated myself to this. Yeah. And I, I figured out this is what I want to do. This is like what I'm good at. I've been playing piano my entire life. Like this is what I love. Um, and I feel like just putting yourself in the, in the position to make it, make it your everything, it becomes your everything, you know? Yeah. So. What your parents thought about you dropping out? They were actually pretty supportive. Like I feel like I, I sort of just explained to them uh, like I, I don't like it here you know and it's like what can they do you know they're not gonna be like oh just suffer like I don't know I, I feel like they were supportive and if I, if, if I didn't like it I didn't like it you know I need I need to be an adult and make my own decisions yeah and not listen to them if I, I don't feel like it's right for me you know? yeah so that's what I did um, and I actually I should say I, I didn't just drop out to sort of just drop out and, and not go to school. I, I actually left Emerson um, after the semester, then went home to Palm Beach uh, for the next semester. So the spring, I, I went to Emerson in the fall, left and then went uh, home in the spring. And then the next year, uh, I went to Icon Collective out here yeah. in LA, which is a music school. And how did you like, out of the other music schools decide on like Icon? I know a lot of like, Actually, people I've interviewed who've been on there, was that like a big part of your decision seeing these people you looked up to go there? Of or? course, yeah, yeah, that was a huge part in it. Um, absolutely, yeah, seeing people I looked up to having gone to the school. Um, and also hearing such great things about it from just people I would find online and message and ask about it, like not, not the superstars, but just, you know, just random kids that were going there. Um, I would message them and ask like what, what their thoughts were about it. And everyone said great things. So. Yeah. Where was your career at the point where you started going to Icon? Um, like, were you already starting to gain a following? Yeah, I, I did have a bit of a following. I guess, I think I went to Icon with about 30,000 followers on SoundCloud. Okay. So it was like, I don't know, I think I'm at like 70 now. So it's like almost half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I did go there with a bit of a following at the time. Yeah. Um, and looking back, do you think it was like, everything that people talked about. I mean, I literally haven't heard a single negative comment. Yeah, sure. So I'm like, yeah. damn, this is actually kind of surprising. Right, right, yeah, no, no, it definitely is. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's everything I expected it to be. Um, it's a great program, so. Yeah, were there specific tools that you learned from it that got you like the technical aspect of where you are now? Um, so I think, yeah, like I said, I went there with a bit of a following and a little bit of an understanding of already knowing how to produce music. Uh, and what I was looking for was sort of like, just a networking type thing, like being in a classroom with a bunch of other producers and networking with people. Um, and also like the music business type curriculum, mm -hmm. like learning about the music business. Um, so 
yeah, I guess those were like the main things I wanted to go in there and learn about. I don't know, it's such an inspiration to just walk in the building and there's just like a bunch of kids sitting down on their computers. That's like, literally what Slander said, word for it's word. It's crazy, yeah. I knew no. this was my place when people were on their computers in this room. And he said the same thing. No, yeah, it's, it's honestly crazy though. Like something like you just have to see for yourself, like you just go in there and everyone's sitting down with their headphones on, like working oh on music. God. And it's just like... That's so funny. I don't know, as a producer, it's like just mind-blowing yeah so and then did you right after you finished that program did you stay here or do you go straight back to Miami uh, so yes so I actually went back to Miami um, after that after I finished the program uh, and I have an apartment I'm currently living in Miami yeah. I have an apartment there why do you decide not to live here um, I don't know because I, I felt like well, Miami's close to home. Like, I grew yeah. up in Palm Beach, which is an hour, hour and a half away. Um, and I feel like I sort of grew the project to the point where I could be anywhere because most of my interactions with people are online, over the internet. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I feel like I, I sort of, the project's just grown to the point where I don't have to be in L.A. Yeah. L.A. is more of just, like, a convenience thing if you want to, like, collaborate with other artists yeah. or something. But. So, yeah. Did, yeah, and I'm out here all the time anyways, you know, like, yeah. so just a, just a flight away. It's not yeah. a big deal. So <laughs> how did the Hershey's commercial happen? Oh yeah. Okay. So, well, I did a remix of a uh, song called Colors by Genevieve. Um, and we put that out on Wind Up Records, uh, which is a part of Concord Music Group. And it sort of just happened through the label. Um, and it's funny because I actually didn't even, I didn't even know at first. Uh, the label didn't email me or anything <laughs> saying that it was in the commercial. I think I just really? saw it. Isn't there like massive zinks for that? Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's really crazy. Um, but once I signed the remix over, it was sort of theirs to do anything oh. they wanted with it. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And uh, yeah, I didn't even get an email saying that it was Damn. in the commercial. I think I just saw it on TV one day or... What? Maybe, maybe I was tagged in like a Facebook status or something. But yeah. Yeah, it was crazy uh, how it happened. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was it was just through the label really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's like still been a huge uh, highlight of my career. Yeah. Or <laughs> she's career. <laughs> awesome. And um, you did something with like some K-pop event, right? Yeah. So uh, these K-pop stars uh, got seven. I, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, performed to my remix of Drake's Hotline Bling at, yeah. uh, and like the SBS Music Awards, which is like almost like the Grammys or oh, like wow. the MTV Music yeah. Awards of like the United States for, for Korea. Uh, <laughs> so they like performed uh, like a dance routine to, to one of my songs there, which was like also huge. Yeah. Um, and then another like most, most more recent sync was uh, my song Run Wild was in um, a Canadian reality TV show oh. <laughs> called Occupation Double. Yeah. Uh, so it was like the theme song for like the season premiere. Oh, nice. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, the TV stuff has been crazy. It's, yeah. been, it's been awesome. How do you think your music has changed from the early songs that you made? Um, I don't know. I feel like that's mostly for the listeners to sort of evaluate and and I don't know discover for themselves but um, I definitely see progression in my work like 
the project's really like gone from doing like these bootleg remixes of uh, of songs like uh, Sugar Sugar and like Promiscuous Nelly Furtado and like yeah. Outcast Roses to now like my I just released Good Vibes on Universal Music so um, it's gone really from just like these bootleg yeah. remixes to official you know major label releases yeah. which is like absolutely insane to me um, hopefully you guys can hear progression and in the production yeah. and stuff. So. How about the style itself? I actually think the style has remained somewhat consistent. Because um, even in the early days when I look back on it, I feel like my songs were sort of like a pop structured style. Um, because I was remixing like pop and hip hop songs in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like the style has, has somewhat remained consistent. And now it's just like original releases in the in the pop style or future based, whatever you want to call it, format. Yeah. So it's actually remained somewhat consistent. Like it's not like I produced dubstep in the beginning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. yeah. How do you think you've grown as a person since the beginning? Ooh. Wow. I feel like in so many ways. Um, I don't know. I feel like the main thing is just like traveling and and meeting all these new people and like seeing the world and seeing like outside of the bubble that you grew up in. It's just like. It changes you in so many ways and I don't know I feel like that's just like the main thing just like meeting new people traveling like having all these crazy experiences at a young age like I'm still I'm only 22 so um, I've had like all these crazy opportunities and experiences yeah um, that some guys that are like 26 27 don't even get yeah so, just really crazy um, how about your personality itself I don't know I feel like I feel like my personality is the same like yeah there's like this goofy producer kid like i don't know musician like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> hasn't really changed much yeah. like, still hanging out with my friends from home like yeah I, I try to make my friends from home like a part of my project oh, like nice. lj who's here that you guys don't see on camera because he's walking in front of us <laughs> um, uh, is like my, now my tour manager oh, so it's nice. like and he's like my best friend from oh. home so um <laughs> yeah, I've, like, tried to, like, incorporate people and bring them into my project and, like, I don't know, yeah, I, I feel like I'm super still just, like, down to earth, like, humble, like, I don't flaunt things, like, yeah, hang out with my friends from home, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know, and that's what makes me happy, you know, mm -hmm. so. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? So, I think the biggest thing I want to be remembered for is, like, having inspired other people, because I feel like that's such a key thing for all artists is like having inspired someone else um and it doesn't even have to be from music like even if i inspire someone to just go after whatever they want to do you know like in life whatever that is like i feel like that's that's what i want to be remembered for like i was like the kid that grew up and wanted to be a music producer and that's what he did and he left school and just went for it you know yeah and, didn't have any friends that did music like he just did his own thing mm -hmm. um and tried to be unique and i feel like that's what people are remembered for and that's what inspires other people is just like going after what you love and being unique and being yourself um yeah so yeah hopefully hopefully i do that yeah i love that thank you so much yeah no thank you <laughs> bye guys bye.